Welcome to track number 20 of Obligations of Christians to Use Means for the Conversion of the Heathen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your blessing. Today, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Obligations of Christians to use means for the conversion of the heathen. Amen. That is our topic. Acts 1 verse 8. What does it say? You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. What was the last witnessing message I gave you? Will you be in outer darkness? Amen. Will you be in outer darkness? So we must remember how Jesus spoke about outer darkness. Hmm? Cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. Your witnessing must now involve being able to talk about outer darkness. Wow. Now you ask the person, do you sleep with the lights on or off? Are you afraid of dark rooms? Dark places? Well, there is a place called outer darkness. You are both outside and it is dark. This is a message to preach to girls and some boys. Hallelujah. Now, you now have to share, this is the story of the talents. And these talents involve people that were given one talent, two talents, five talents. You can preach the gospel and witness with the, what Jesus said. So, let's turn to First John 1.1. 1, 1. It said, that which we heard from the beginning which we have heard. That's how to witness. What you have heard. Okay? Do you understand? And then, which we have seen with our eyes. Now I know that you will say that you have not seen Jesus with your eyes. But, I'm going to tell you something that it's going to surprise you, but I hope, I don't know, I hope not, but I hope also both ways. How many have ever read 
romantic books. What are the names of the romantic books that have been written? Milton Boone? I mean something a bit deeper than that. Um, I can't remember. Right. You can't remember? Yes. Where they have sex also in the books. Yes, mention the name. Halloween. Halloween. Fifty Shades of Grey. Is it a single book? Yes. Series books. Funny Hill. Funny Hill. Is it a book boys boys read? With the ones that guys read and the ones that ladies read. Which one? What? What's the name? You don't know? Look, I don't want pretenders here, please. I don't want any those who pretend. I'll cast you out of the church. Tomorrow never comes. By whom? Kate, Sydney Sheldon. That they write books and describe having sex, loving, and whatever. There's some series of books like that, isn't it? What are the series? I just want—I don't want the particular title, but just the series. The name of the, the author of Halloween series is known for that. How many have read some of the Halloween series? What did it feel like when you were reading? Could you picture? Could you picture what was happening? Huh? How, how many could picture what was happening? You could picture. Essinam, come tell us what you are picturing. What were you picturing? Okay, when you read the books, they are more graphic than the pictures. Because it has descriptions. Yes, it gives you more detail. So, maybe... Um... <laughs> and let me step back so that I know you. Uh-huh. Okay, so, like, Maybe, okay, the answer I will say, and I felt his touch on my hands. Wow. And then the hairs on my skin stood up, and then I felt the goosebumps. Wow. (laughs) Yes. Ooh. What about Nikata? You know Nikata? You know head of Nikata? Okay. Daniel Steele. Daniel Steele. What is that? It's a series, an author. She's an author. Romantic books. And she will get a single lady in the book and talk about how she was f- fell in love with so many different guys. And she would describe different exploits with all the different guys. Describe their abs, their pecs, the different ruggedly handsome guys and other things and in the end she would make the girl i think she would either make the girl raped or something have some background but in the end she would generally be sad at the end and leave her all alone but the descriptions of the sex is very graphic in the book and you can have you read one before i read one single one after i said i'll never read it daniel (laughs) because 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 i mean when i was on on when I started reading, then the first books that were introduced to me were Sidney Sheldon books. And then... Um, and why did you say you never read again? It was too... It was too, it too... You can see the man. You can see him. It's as if it's someone that you've met and you describe him, his height, 
and he's, you can see the human being coming to you. He's like someone you know, the, you've known before that has come to sleep with a girl that you also know. It's too bad. It's just too bad. Wow. So when you read the Bible carefully, right there it says, that which we have heard, that which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, okay, and our hands have handled, touched. You can almost touch. Did you, some, did you have erections when you were reading this book? When they were describing the... They described... Yes, I did. They described... Hands up, that's all. No further questions. So what is the difference between this book that you read and actual pornography that you watch? The difference... Well, which one is wilder? I've never watched pornography. I've only... I only ever read one book. I never watched pornography. So, um... But what, like, it's, if it is a movie, if it's a movie that they are doing, the, the difference is that in the movie the scene is for thirty seconds, but when you are reading the book, page one, page two, page three, and that's the first episode of the sex episodes, and then there's another one in chapter twenty-two. There's another deep something, and there's another one where the guy carries her and slams her against the wall, and he does no, no, no. <laughs> You how many are already imagining her slamming her against the wall? Hey! Hallelujah. <laughs> that which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. Yes. I'm explaining to you. When you read and you start to imagine. One time I was reading something that they did to Jesus. When I read it, I wanted to take a pen and scratch it out of the Bible. It pained me so much that they they did that to him. And then when I thought of that, scratching it out of the Bible... And I realized that when I scratch it out of my Bible, it will still be in other people's Bibles. <laughs> yes. It really hurt me. I was really, really hurt at what they did to him. I, I said, Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive, forgive them. Forgive us. How? How? I wanted to scratch it. It was real. It was like I was watching it. I said, no, you can't say that. You can't say that to him. That's what they said. So when you read, you you can almost picture, you know, and that is why the Catholic Church used um, paintings to teach about what happened. And that is why the Catholic Church during Easter, Christmas, they act out what happened. <laughs> again and again and again. You can see and it doesn't go out of your mind. The stations of the cross. And he said this and this happened. and this. Not even the implication and the meaning of it, but just what happened. So that that picture is in your mind. Are you there? 
Are you understanding me? Yeah. So that which we have seen, this is John Apostle. That which we have heard, that which we have looked upon, which have had our hands have handled, verse 2. Verse 2, the life was manifested, verse 3. Verse 3, that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you. This is what a Christian is. This is the obligation of a good apostle is to declare about Jesus Christ what we have seen and what we have heard. That's the obligation of a Christian. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1. It says, come on. And I, brother, when I came to you, I came with excellency of speech. Wonderful teachings on leadership and wisdom. Huh? And ideas of success, abundance, how to make it, how to succeed at the workplace, the marketplace. Huh? Overflow? No! I did not come with excellence of speech and wisdom. Best three, two. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ. I want to know the only thing I want us to be on is Jesus Christ. That's what we are doing here. I'm trying to show you how to do what Paul said. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 1. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1. Moreover, Brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand. You see, I'm telling you the gospel that I preached. Okay, he's not going to describe the gospel that I preached. Verse 2. Alright. But which you are also saved if you keep in memory the things I preached to you, unless you believe in vain. Verse 3. Okay. For I delivered to you first of all that which I received. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. This is the best important thing that I came to give to you about Christ. How he died for you and died for our sins according to the scriptures. People must realize that this is the principal thing. And many people have forgotten the obligations. When we look at Paul, John, and these great guys who lived with Jesus, they never could turn away from this main principle. So even the whole book of John, you know, if we confess our sins, it's faithful just to forgive us. He that is in you, the love of God and all. It is John's way of also, John's, John 1, John, the book of John is trying to say what he saw. And first John Second John, third John is trying to say what he learned. Do you see? Uh-huh. But the John is describing the miracles and describing what happened, what this one said, and this one said, and this one said, and this one said. Only 21 chapters in the book of John. When you want somebody to read the Bible for the first time, you tell the person, read John from chapter 1 to 21. One every day, in three weeks, you would have read the whole of the book of John. 21 chapters. And when you do that, you hear a lot of things that Jesus said 
and you hear a lot of things that he did. You know, in first John is going further, trying to explain even more about the love of God, beloved. This is the love of God. Do you see? Talking about love, we love to see God, to know God. He that loveth knows God. If you don't love, you don't know God for God is love. You know, a lot of things that God loved. God so loved the world. God loved. That's all John, John, John. What I've seen, what I've seen is love of God. Are you there? So this is the obligation of a Christian. What have we heard? What have you read in the Bible that you've imagined? When you hear me preaching about Lazarus and the rich man, it's like I'm reading and I'm trying to even picture what it must have been like for the man to ask for a drop of water. That is why I preach because I'm sort of trying to picture and tell you what I've seen based on what I've read. Do you get it? And what I've heard. Hallelujah. And that's what you must do too. That's your obligation. It's your duty. It's your debt. You have to pay your debts and share the gospel and become a gospel preacher. You say, I don't have revelation. You are the one who doesn't have revelation. Holy Spirit is the one who gives revelation. Holy Spirit leads to salvation. When the Holy Spirit came, as soon as he arrived, 3,000 people were saved. And that should tell you who he is. I watched a documentary about Adolf Hitler. It was different, different, different sessions on it, on different things that he, he did. But to start it so that you know who he is, the first statement in that documentary, always, in case you admire him by mistake, because they were showing a lot of things he did, he built, he achieved, and so many things he did because he was successful for some time. In case you admire him, the opening statement is that Adolf Hitler caused the death of 50 million people. To start with, this is what we have to know about this man. Let's continue. I should tell you who he is. In case you, are, you may admire him. And the Holy Spirit, before you even take one step further to try to understand whether he makes you fall shake this tremble whatever know that his arrival caused the salvation of 3,000 people instantly yes 3,000 people before you want to know anything about the Holy Spirit know that the arrival of the Holy Spirit caused salvation so I wouldn't be surprised if there is a heavy presence of the Holy Spirit here that is upon us leading us to speak about salvation and the wonders of salvation and the preaching of the gospel I wouldn't be surprised if there's a strong presence of the Holy Spirit even though we are feeling cold yes even though we are feeling cold that is the Holy Spirit you will just be you be you're feeling the air blowing on you and whatever. But the Holy Spirit is at work. When you look back, you say that, wow! This was the Holy Ghost presence. He was there. Present. To heal, to bless, to touch. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Are you excited? So now, Jesus is the one who brought that term, outer darkness. You got to see how do people end up in outer darkness. So you tell the person, brother, there is a place called outer darkness. And then you just need a few testimonies of people who have ever died and gone to hell. One of the things they all say that it was dark. It was very dark. It got darker. Scary. You see shadows and darkness. One guy, when he died, he, he was on a bed. He had been stung by a poisonous animal. And so when he got, he was un- un- unconscious in the hospital and he was dying. So he died. When he died, he came out of his body and stood there. And there he was. His body was on the bed. And the place was dark. But he said he could feel the floor. The floor was cold. And he said, where I am? And the voice said, you are in hell, fool. Yeah. <laughs> hey! You are in hell, you fool. That was the beginning of things. Hey! <laughs> You see, these are testimonies and windows which if you were to study, you would see that you can talk to somebody. How many think you can talk to somebody? It's your obligation. Charlie, you guys are going to be wild preachers. It's your obligation. Amen. How do you get into outer darkness? Okay, brother. The one who received a talent, he despised the opportunity given to him. When he was given one talent, he despised it. Isn't it? Don't despise. So tell the person, Charlie, don't despise me. Talk, don't think that me, I'd be some creepy guy where I don't get anything where they do where you see, I can't sit in your room where you did. You they laugh me, so make you no know, laugh me, Charlie. You laugh me, you will feel go out of darkness right now. You go feel go, you go feel enter the outer darkness right now. You go feel, you go feel something go catch you there. You, you now you go see yourself. Then he said to him, "Thou slothful servant," he said, "laziness." Causes people to go into outer darkness. Laziness. Hey! Too lazy to get up. Take your fat ass and go to church. Tell them. Come on, get up. Don't be lazy. Laziness will take you to outer darkness. Too lazy to just get up. And get on the move. Collect yourself. Then he says, thou wicked and slothful servant. Wickedness. So brother, we want to talk to you. Brother James, are you a wicked man? You may think you are kind, but wickedness is in you. You will go to outer darkness. Charlie, I want you guys to take your time. From when we go back, Charlie, it's about taking of time witnessing. 
we are moving away from inviting to church to that I will, I will, I will down you in the room before you even come to the church. I'll, I'll finish you in the room. Did you hear what I said? I said I'll, I'll finish you in the room. It's about taking of time. Yes, I'll finish with you in the room. Yes, you'll be knocked. I'll, I'll, I'll have time. I'll ask you to just give me some time. I'm talking about something. Yeah. And what the person is looking at you don't you don't get. You see, when you are preaching, always try to be sure that the people are they 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 they, 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 they are listening to you. Or and sometimes you always have to think quickly. Like this one he thinks it doesn't apply. So you ask yourself, are you afraid of darkness? Even horror films. One guy, eh, he was uh, always blaspheming and saying things about God. And I told him, I would drop you at Audome Cemetery in the night. And you see, he said, I, I'm afraid. He said, oh, for so that one, I'm afraid. I said, you are afraid? Then why are you always talking that there's no God? If there's no God, then what is wrong by being in the cemetery in the night? He said, a lot of the people, they are afraid of things. Or they are talking, pa, 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 big, big way. Big, big way of talking. But they are afraid deep down. Take your time. It's a wickedness, laziness. Despise. Don't despise me. Tell them, you see, you see, say me, I make, make like your friend. I, I say, where how come here? Yeah, I know make like a prophet, but I tell you, this one be the word of God. Go, go hell right now. Yeah. Right now. Go feel go hell right now. Number four, people who go into outer darkness because they accuse the people who come to preach to them. Because the guy said, I know thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown. So people go to hell because they accuse the preacher. Like somebody has been sent to preach to you, instead of receiving his message, you accuse the preacher of being a bad person. That's not a good thing. That is not a good thing. Are you listening to me? That is not a good thing. That is not a good thing. Amen. Yeah. People are sent in outer darkness because they are full of fear. He said, I was afraid and I hated myself. Amen. They are afraid of leaving their boyfriends. They are afraid of leaving the church. They are afraid of what people will say. He said, I was afraid and I hate myself. Brother, don't hide yourself from God. Don't be afraid of God. Don't be afraid of joining. Don't be afraid of your friends. What your friends are going to say about you joining the church. He says, I was afraid and I hate myself. Don't hide yourself from God because of fear of some foolish boys and girls. Wow. Is it, is it not a message? Is it not a message? Fear. There was fear in the church. Don't be afraid. Huh? Is it not a message? You despise one talent. So it's a small thing. So I despise it. That's how you get to outer darkness. You accuse the person who's coming to preach you. That's how you get to outer darkness. You are too lazy to just get your fat ass out of your room and go into the church collect yourself 
You are wicked. That is why you go there. And what's the last one I gave you? Fear. I was afraid and I hid my... You are hiding yourself from God. Don't hide. Don't hide, my friend. Take enough time. You need time for a message. I see you downing the souls one by one. You and them. It's about you and them. You see, right now you are turning from a sniper into a personalized Rambo or personalized Terminator. It's like on a one-on-one, Charlie, no one can handle you. Just one-on-one. Because a sniper takes you on from afar. But it's like you are, like, you know, there are some of these guys like personally fighting. Yes, yes. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are wild. Hand-to-hand fighting. Yes. They can smash you. One-on-one. Yes. What do you think? Yeah. I was afraid and I hid myself. Fear. Accusing pastors. You are a hard man. You pastor, you are a hard man. You are a hard man. You, You are just after money. Standard. So, so you have to have a story, a story about people who accuse us. One or two stories in your bank. When I first started having crusades, I I, I prepared a bank of stories. So that before I preach, I will scan through my stories to see which one I can pick. Yes, the testimonies. Wow. Is it amazing? Is it fantastic? Is it wunderbar? Yeah. Story. Can I take it as a story? Yeah. You see, you don't have to have like a very unusual life before you have a lot of stories. Just an unusual life. He said he had an auntie who didn't believe in God. Yes. Always saying bad things about pre- preachers. And he described when she was dying and he passed by the area and he came there. You've heard me tell that story before, I'm sure. He said, when he got into the room, they told him, remember Auntie so-and-so's son, the one who made a preacher? In American way of speaking, he made a preacher, he became a preacher. The one who made a preacher? Ken, so-and-so's son? He said, yeah, yeah, he's here. And she said, oh, oh. She said she was almost dead. She was almost dead. And her eyes were like marbles, glass balls. Hey! And she spoke. He said, when she spoke, the voice came from the throat. She said, tell me. Tell me that there is no God. I said, I can't tell you there is no God. She said, go on. She always said it, person. They are just after money. They are just after the... You need to tell them a story. It's just your normal life. Everybody has an auntie like that. Even I have one of my mother's friends. She just recently died. That is her. Her mate is blaspheming against me and blaspheming against, I mean, the churches. We are thieves. We are bad. We are this. We are this. She just died. Yes. Everybody has an auntie or a friend. Or have, don't you have somebody like that? They just rule us out and they just, yeah. 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 We all got somebody like that in our lives. 
You don't need to have a so spectacular life before you have a window. Come on, man. Think about your life. Think about it. You find there's something. There's something you can tell them. I know that was a hard man. Reaping where that was not sown. That's how to witness, man. That's how it's your obligation to tell them about outer darkness. What are you telling about success without limits when the person is in danger of entering outer darkness just next week? When a person enters outer darkness, he will kiss you and say, this wicked guy, he never told me. Every day inviting to church, but you will not say what you got to say. Amen? Amen. And then... The next one is full of feeling that they are going to be cheated. Hmm? You are going to reap what I have not sown. The same thing. Fault finding. So that's outer darkness. Amen. 